Father's Son and Holy Sport getting ready for the bull season coming up here. We've got NFL going on, Team Money. I got Team Money over there in Western Ohio with this oh, time, yeah. T-Man here in Columbus. And we got a lot of exciting news and things to look forward to. And we got things to wrap up from the oh, yeah. fantasy playoffs, Team Money. Yep. How you doing? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad out here in Wapakoneta in the basement of the Waterman household here for Christmas time. Good times here, home of Neil Armstrong. So you dare don't disrespect this hollowed ground I'm sitting on right now. We okay? bring you back from California <laughs> to Ohio to the good country where the Buckeyes live. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And Bearcats live. That's a UC state, baby. Let's go. And the Bearcats get into it. As we shift gears, what what the heck is going on in the world, man? What the world of sports of team money? What do you see? Oh seeing? man! Well, speaking of Ohio, how about that Browns Ravens game from this past week? I mean, that was the game of the year. I think I don't think anyone would dispute that. Forty-two to forty-seven, back and forth. Lamar out with what seemed like he had to poop, but he says cramps. I don't know. I don't know who to believe. You know, I'll take his word for it, I guess, but it's a hilarious conspiracy theory. I mean, he had 100 yards rushing, Lamar did, had an okay passing game, only 80 yards through three and a half quarters, ended up with about 160, um, but Baker had a phenomenal game, and this is the big step I thought Baker needed to take here. Two weeks in a row now versus two playoff teams over 300 yards passing. He went over 360 yards in this game, had three touchdowns in the fourth quarter, one to tie the game with a minute left. I mean, he did everything he wanted to do. He had a pick in the third quarter, which was tough. But after that, he went 12 for 15, had a phenomenal fourth quarter. I mean, he looked great, but the only thing you can complain about is their defense not stopping anyone, and you're going up against Justin Tucker, who's the most clutch kicker in NFL history. People won't pick up Baker and fantasy. They just do not have the confidence <laughs> in him still. You know, he's out there, and people can grab him, and the guy's getting yep, so many yep. points right now. And now we got the Steelers, who are the undefeated team. Now they're 11-2 and two in the AFC North. And then we got the Browns at 9-4, and four, and the Ravens at 8-5. and five. So, Yeah. This thing's tightening up here in the it AFC was. North. It was. And that was a big, big loss for the Browns there, too, because if they could have been sitting at 10-3 and three, and the Steelers, who are 11-2, and two, play at the end of the year, they could somehow get that one seed. So that was a, a big loss for the Browns with playoff imp implications. They're still getting into the playoffs, so it's still a really successful season for them. But that was a big loss. But if you're going to lose and be happy – the Browns can be happy about that loss. But the Ravens are the ones with the streak. They've won two in a row. So they're yep. the ones uh, with momentum right now in that AFC North. So uh, yeah. Baker's going to have to fight him off to the end. Yeah, yep, I know. And speaking about another team with momentum, how about Mahomes again wins and the MVP race, though, looks like it's shortening. Now the Chiefs win, and they're on a hot streak. They're 15-1. and one. But I think Rodgers closed the gap a little bit this week in the MVP discussion. What do you think about that? Well, I think that Mahomes, uh, I mean, he's won eight games in a row. I mean, you've got to win. To get the MVP, you have to you do. win. You do. And, you know, the Chiefs coming down the stretch in this AFC, uh, they're going to be right in the hunt. And I have a lot of confidence, and I trust Mahomes. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know what's going to happen there with Rodgers. Will he come through in the clutch? I know he's won one Super Bowl, but – I don't know. Yeah, I don't that's have the, the big thing. In him. 
Yeah, he's won a couple MVPs, and Rodgers' team is looking good. They're 10-3, and three, so they're not too far behind the Chiefs here. They have a really good record, and I think they're one of the top contenders to take down the Chiefs this year. Now, Rodgers has more touchdowns, less picks, and Mahomes has less fumbles, more yards, and so it really is a toss-up here, but I think it really comes down to, like you said, when you're playing big games and you're playing in the clutch, how do you look? And Mahomes lost this year. He played great. The defense played poor. Now, Rodgers this year might have had his worst game of his career this year versus Tampa Bay. I mean, they scored seven points on their opening drive, and then I think he had like 60 yards the entire game. It was just despicable passer rating in the gutter. I mean, it was his worst game he's ever played as a pro. So I think when you look about at their worst games, it's not even close. And then your record and your, you know, everything else kind of speaks for itself. I think the door opened because Mahomes threw a couple picks and it was, a, and Rodgers played about perfect game, but it's still Mahomes by an, a hair. I think Mahomes is the better player right now, but the route to the Super Bowl, it's a lot easier in that NFC. There's really not anyone else, you know, formidable. Yeah. Like you're seeing over in the AFC, many teams could win that. Yeah. But in the NFC, yeah. the Packers are 10 and 3. Second place in their conference is 6 and, or in their division, are 6 and 7. Yeah. The Vikings are 6 and 7. Yeah. The Packers are coasting in that North. They really don't have, you know, the competition that the AFC has. But hey, that might come to bite them in the butt when they don't play anyone good and then they get smacked in the jaw by a team that is. So it's going to be interesting. But speaking of another close division, Jalen Hurts gets his first win as a start. That was pretty big for him. And he, he actually looked pretty darn good. I mean, he had 100 rushing yards and almost 200 yards passing versus the number one defense in the NFL. Let's not get that twisted. New Orleans defense is the best in the NFL. And that was a phenomenal showing for a rookie's first start ever in the NFL. That was very impressive. Uh, people don't have confidence in Jalen Hurts, and he always overcomes. The yep. guy is unbelievable. Don't doubt this guy. Editor and leader. Yeah. And here he comes again, surprising everybody in the NFL. No one thought he could do it. The guy's a friggin' leader. Uh, and yes. now he's got him in contention. They're four, eight, and one. Uh, the Giants are five and eight, and Washington's six and seven. Washington's won four in a row, and my man Chase Young, who, who's in the picture here, on our what in the world photo. Look at Chase Young grabbing that ball and running for a touchdown. Oh yeah, that was they great. They could not run him down. A defensive yeah. end, they could not run him down. I mean, they easily have the best. Uh, defensive line in the NFC East, it might actually be the best unit in the NFL defensive line-wise. I mean, that is a scary defensive team, and Alex Smith is playing well. Although he got a little dinged up, he came out of the game with a calf injury, and you always want to be careful with Alex Smith after his injuries, but they look good, man. I mean, their last two wins, they beat the Steelers and the Niners. They're no joke. Like, they're beating legit teams here. So I think that they have control of this division, but the Eagles are coming. Hurts looks good. The Giants coming off a bad loss. And, you know, let's not forget Dallas. I mean, they're okay. They beat a sorry they Bengals won. team. They beat a very sorry Bengals team coming from a Bengals fan here. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know what's going on with that team as well. Zeke still looks horrible. He looks sad and sorry. So, I don't know. It's going to be an interesting division. Well, I mean, the fantasy season, I've got a little story to tell. You know, I started last year because of you, <laughs> T-Money. Oh, yeah. T-Money, you got me into your league. I'm like, I don't know if I want to do this. 
and I got in and I won the league the first year. And my gosh, I was like, this is awesome. I love this whole fantasy sports thing. It's NFL. It's awesome. And then I come back this year and I get into the playoffs and I think I'm going to do it again. And I got knocked out last week. I scored 130 points, which I, was really my goal to get 130. And now I've been second guessing myself all week, team money, just wondering what I could have done not to get knocked out yeah. uh, by a competitor who's tough, but I could have beat him if I made just a couple different decisions. Well, welcome to 99% of America here, Gary. Okay, you're over there feeling all fun and free, like, oh, yeah, fantasy football's fun. Oh, yeah, it's great. That's that's all he kept telling me all year long. I'm like, wait till you get to the playoffs and you don't win again. He said, well, I'm undefeated in the playoffs. Okay, let's pump (laughs) the brakes here, Gary. Let's pump the brakes a little bit. Okay, welcome. I mean, just you're playing one league right now. Wait till you're playing in two to three leagues and you're playing in a, a King of the Hill game and a last man standing game and you lose all of them every single broken. year my heart's e- broken already right now. yeah every and you lose them all every single year now we both are defending withdrawal yeah you are i mean you don't know what to do we, i mean we both got lucky last year we both won a championship so we can't complain too much but welcome to the bottom my friend it is great to have you here everyone is excited join us i myself lost last week in both my fantasy leagues so i'm depressed but I know this feeling so I can swallow it and put it in my gut and not show anyone. You know, I cry when my girlfriend goes to bed. That's really when I do all my crying. But, yeah, so. <laughs> well, we're, we're, uh, we're going to be missing the playoffs and the fantasy for a while. But we got other sports that we're going to pick up and keep you all motivated out yeah. there. All this of is our fans be fun. who follow us. And we want you to subscribe and like our social channels. And we're out there. We're on, we're on all the channels. Just check us out. And we're going to keep bringing it to you, man. Team Money and I, Team Money's picked me up off the dirt and dusted me off. Yeah. And now I'm ready to go back at you. We've got some plans coming up. Yeah. And one thing we're really excited about, Team Money, is December 30th show. We're going to focus the New Year's Eve bowl special. We're going to oh, be yeah. dressed up. We're going to be talking about the bowl games. We're going to be pumped. Make sure you watch our December 30th show. We're going to be talking – you know, every week, but uh, once you get, we want you guys to get ready for that one. Yeah, that'll be a fun one. We're going to start, inf- uh, you know, bringing in college football a little more here, and then that one will be specifically college only, focused on those bowl games and the college football playoff coming up. It'll be really fun, and then, you know, towards the new year, we'll start bringing in other sports if that happens. You know, we're ready to evolve, but, you know, we're excited for the next phase here and uh, bring everyone along with us. Hey, the other thing, too, is uh, we're going to bring some guests in. So you want to be a guest on our show, please write us, drop us a note, and you can be a guest on our show. Of course, we're always looking for sponsors. And speaking of our sponsors, Team Money, we're going to the WoundWise IQ Trivia. Oh, yeah. We're looking for sponsors for the trivia program. Of course, WoundWise has been a very dedicated sponsor of the show. Today's trivia brought to you by WoundWise. WoundWise IQ is a patented mobile imaging and analytics software application that is used by leading physicians and nurses caring for people with chronic wounds. Learn more, learn more at WoundWiseIQ.com. Uh, so, Team Money, here's our trivia of the week. Okay. Watch you think about this. Uh, first played in 1935. Did you realize that? The Orange Bowl first gained a sponsor in 1989. Two of the three sponsors since okay. 89. Our competitors, which ones are they? Oh, man. So, 
That's your trivia question. Give you about 20 minutes to think about that before we come back yeah. and ask well, you. Well, how, how'd you like that answer? first game in 35, Gary? Was that a fun game to be at or, uh, you know? It was very, very memorable. Very memorable. <laughs> My dad told me about it. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but you think about that, team, money. All right, all right. 1989, I'm sure that you, you weren't born, but it was a good year for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was great because you weren't alive. <laughs> oh, no, no, I didn't mean that. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Uh, let's keep going. And let's go to the picks of the week. And team all right. Money. Focusing uh, on we... college football. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hey, looking at the college landscape, before we make the picks, we got – Six teams vying for those four spots that are going to happen on New Year's Day when those first uh, four start playing. And six teams vying for it. Of course, you got this whole discussion about did everybody play enough games, specifically Ohio State. And you look at the number of games played, Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, after this weekend, will have played 11. We got Texas A&M and Cincinnati, who will have played nine. And then you've got Ohio State, that will be six after this weekend. And my question is, first, T-Money, is six that much different than nine? Well, I think the problem is with the playoff committee here is they're saying the fact that Ohio State's had games canceled and they have less games, it doesn't affect them. But then when we have games canceled as a Cincinnati team, we drop in the rankings. And, you know, we were sixth. We had a game canceled. We went to seventh. We had a game canceled. We went to eighth. Now we're ninth. And, like, we, 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 have had, we, we had games canceled because of other people. So did Ohio State. I mean, we both have only played – we've played no games the past four weeks, and you've played one as Ohio State fan, and, and we've dropped, and you guys haven't. So that's my only thing. I want some consistency from the playoff committee. I think that six is fine because Ohio State is clearly one of the best four, but just have some consistency. It's a little upsetting for them to give one team another and, you know, a different criteria for each. You sound like a dedicated Cincinnati fan. Um, you know, they're not winning convincing games, so that's not helping. Oh, we are the only team that has uh, a winning record versus every uh, every team we played. So, you know, we do have a – and we if we beat Tulsa this weekend, we will have beaten three top 25 teams, which not and many that, people can say. That is going to be a battle. That's a battle this week. We'll talk about that. But I, I want, I'm talking about these number of games I mentioned – 11, 9, and 6. Guess who played after this weekend 12 games? Alabama. No, I said Alabama was 11. I don't know. Clemson's 11, Notre Dame's 11. There's a team after this weekend that'll play 12. Not sure. You should know this. They're in the top 10. Coastal Carolina, the Chanticleers. <laughs> oh, my God. They're playing God. in the Sun Belt Championship this weekend against Louisiana. And that's going to be a good game. Yeah. The Chanticleers. Yeah, it could be 12 and 0. Uh, so interesting. But let's go to our picks. We were four and two last week. You know, pretty solid round of picks for our picks of the week. We're shifting some gears here this week to college. We're going to start off with our lock of the week. G-Man's lock of the week here for this week is Clemson over Notre Dame. And I'll tell you why I'm picking that pick. Uh, Clemson minus 10 and a half, the over under 60. This is in Charlotte at 4 o'clock this coming Saturday. we got a triple header this weekend. This oh, yeah. Saturday is triple header. And the middle game is this Clemson-Notre Dame game in Charlotte. Notre Dame managed to clip the Tigers in South Bend in one of the games this year, so we all know that. Trevor Lawrence was not there. Notre Dame is 10-0. and 
Uh, they had a weekend off, so they got to prepare here a little bit for yep. this. People are like, yep. well, Notre Dame's you know, going to be ready for this thing. Uh, I know they're ticked that they're 10-point dogs here. I'm yeah. sure they're talking about the fact that they're 10-point dogs, and that's getting to them. But, you know, Clemson knows if they win, that they are in. Losing the route, pretty much, that's pretty yep. much it. Uh, so this should be, in my mind, a, really, in everybody's mind, it should be a pick em game. So what I'm, I'm, I'm going Lou Corso, Lee Corso on this. Somebody knows something. I'm going Clemson to cover, and Notre Dame, yeah, we'll just be on the bubble if they lose. Yep, yep. I still think Notre Dame gets in as long as they don't get completely blown off. If they lose by 20 or more, I think they don't get in. But if they keep it within, you know, the teens, to, you know, within 10, that'll be enough to keep them in, I think. They didn't have Trevor Lawrence last time, and they didn't have three of their best four defenders last time when they played Notre Dame. So I think that this actually will uh, be a Clemson throttling. But as a Cincinnati fan, I'm rooting for Notre Dame. We, we want a playoff spot here. Uh, speaking of Cincinnati, though, I'm going to go Cincinnati. I'll take 14 points over Tulsa. They've covered their spread almost every game this year. It's been very impressive. They need to win big. Not only win, but win big. Tulsa is ranked, so this is a big game to score some points with the committee that likes the Tulsa team. You win this game by 30-plus points, and you just make a statement, hold them to sub-20 points. I mean, we have one of the best defenses in the country. We held the number one offense, UCF, who was scoring over 650 yards a game to less than 350. You know, we have a phenomenal defense, and uh, I— Desmond Ritter has already won uh, Conference Player of the Year in the American, so he's very talented. And is, uh, you know, I, I think Cincinnati's got to win this big, so I just think there's no other way for me to go on this. That's an 8 o'clock game on Saturday night. Well, same time Alabama's playing. we got Cincinnati, Tulsa. Tulsa ranked 23. Cincinnati ranked 9. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see if they can cover that point spread. But you're right, they do need a convincing win. Uh, I'm going to go to my over-under lock special. I'm going to the OSU Northwestern game. I'm going to triple header picks. All of these picks that I've got are triple header Saturday games. OSU Northwestern over under lock. I'm going under on that game. Ohio State up against Northwestern. They're favored by 20. The over under is 58, which sounds like a lot, but in college, not that much. Uh, but this is the Big Ten championship game. Both teams have motivation. You could argue either way on both teams. Uh, you know, but we know the Buckeyes want to get some style points. They want to make sure they lock in and get this thing and that nothing's up for discussion. We know that Northwestern still is going to be fired up. They're going to want to prove something themselves that they've kind of been overlooked here and disrespected. And you know, they're using that as motivation. I just think Ohio State's going to win this game, uh, but it could be lower scoring and, and in sports lines, 10,000 simulations that they did 70% of the time it went under. I'm kind of agreeing with that. This thing starts off slow and we think Justin Fields is going to light it up and he might at the end. I think Buckeyes score 40, uh, but it goes under 58. Wow. So 40 to 18 is what no, you're expecting. Or, or worse. Yeah. That's very interesting there because I was going to say the Buckeyes don't have a great defense this year. So it's going to be a really interesting one. Uh, but I think def definitely Ohio state wins this game. My lock, though, I'm going to go with a different conference championship game, which seems to be the trend of the picks here. I'm going USC versus Oregon. USC, I'll take the three going points. Out west, 
the yep. Cali man's going to oh, go yeah. out west and got to stick to the Pac-12 now. Team. Yeah, got to stick with the Pac-12 now. Oregon technically should not even be in this game. It was originally Washington's game, and because of COVID, they are out and Oregon is in, which is the craziest thing I've ever heard. And Oregon is undefeated. They still have playoff hopes alive if they can get a dominant win, I guess. I don't know, win by 50. Uh, yeah, but... I think USC should and very well easily could blow them out here. Uh, yeah, this is a no-brainer, I think. Uh, Oregon doesn't even deserve to be in this game. Uh, they lost to Cal and Oregon State. Uh, yeah, I just don't think this is even – I think it's surprising it's even this small. I mean, USC's got a run going. They're, they're playing well. Yeah, undefeated. I mean, they Utah. They killed Utah. Yeah. Uh, and then they come – UCLA had them beat, and they came back and scored 43 on UCLA. That's a lot of points on UCLA. Yeah, they're a good and, team. And so yeah, they got a good team there. Yeah, they do. So uh, let's let's keep going. Let's go to the next one here. This is the dog lock. Uh, here, this last column is the dog lock column. Teams that are getting three or more that we think could possibly win the game, and you're not going to believe it, but I got Florida here, man. Whoa. I know we don't share these picks in advance. Uh, so we don't get a chance to, we kind of react live here on the show for all you fans. Yeah. Uh, but I'll bet you people are like, what? G-Man's taking Florida plus 17. You know, two weeks ago, Bama huh. crushes LSU 55 to 17. One week ago, LSU beats Florida. It must be a beatdown. And the, here's the thing. Alabama has covered seven straight games. They've covered. Uh, but that string has to end. All strings are meant to end. Yeah. I think Alabama's going to win this. Uh, even if they lose, they're in the Final Four. You know, let's don't get hurt. Let's save it for the real crown jewel, <laughs> which is New Year's Day, baby. That's what they're saving it for. Yeah, you know, Their second string's going to be in there in the fourth quarter, and Florida's going to rack up points. I think it's gonna, things going to end like 42-28. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, that is a, that, that's a Florida win. Yeah, that's a Florida cover for sure. Uh, you know, it's going to be interesting. Florida can put up points, and they might have the best non-quarterback player in the country in Kyle Pitts. He's a phenomenal tight end, one of the best that's come out in a very long time. He might be the best non-quarterback player in America. The guy is just phenomenal to watch. Top 10 pick coming out this year. Top 5 potentially. Uh, so, but I think Alabama wins convincingly. My underdog... The question or... in this game is... Go ahead. I was going to say that the real question in this game is, Steve Money, is does Mac Jones lock up that Heisman Trophy? His teammate, Devontae Smith, is in the running also. Maybe Devontae gets an invite to New York. You know, who's going to lock it up in this game? Do they lock it up? Yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. Actually, Devontae Smith right now on ESPN is leading the Heisman watch. So he could be the so first. This game could swing it. Here's a little trivia for you, Gary. Who's the last wide receiver to win a Heisman Trophy? Uh, that's Desmond Howard from Michigan. Desmond Howard from Michigan. That is right. 1991. What, you trying to stump the G-Man? I know, I know. Are you I trying to stump the G-Man? Very impressive that you got that. Yeah, for, you know, 1991, that's a special year, year I was born, Michigan guy. So, well, yeah. yeah, last time a wide receiver won, and I think Devontae Smith should win this. Now, Kyle Pitt doesn't have the statistical uh, stats that Devontae Smith does, um, but this guy's unbelievable. Has punt return touchdowns, uh, leading the – uh, setting an all-time Alabama record in reception touchdowns. So watch out for him in a Heisman. Not a QB this year, which would be awesome. 
But my dog no. lock of the week here, I'm going to go uh, Iowa State over Oklahoma. They're getting five and a half points, so I think that they could cover that. But at the same time, they have already beaten Oklahoma. It's actually pretty crazy. They beat Oklahoma 37 to 30, so they they can put up points. Their defense has gotten phenomenally better since then. They look really good. They lost their first game of the season, and then after beating Oklahoma, they won nine nine games, losing one by a, a then number six in the country, Oklahoma State, by three points. Right. So right. they're and they're on a hot streak themselves. I mean, they're they're looking great. Um, I think this is surprising that that line is that big and that they're not even favored. I mean, Oklahoma looks great, but it's not like Iowa State's look bad. They're on a big winning streak, too. I think they've won five in a row and eight out of their last nine. So watch out for this. This is an easy they, upset pick. Beat Texas two weeks ago and totally crushed West Virginia yeah. the last time they played. Yeah. So uh, good pick, man. Good pick. It's really exciting. Hey, let's move on to the next one here. We're going to go on to a little twist here on our hot and cold. We're focusing on DFS daily fantasy sports. I want to explain a little bit about you, you, daily you, fantasy sports. I don't know if you need to explain it. There, Money. I don't know if we need to explain it to our viewers here, Gary. You know, I think that uh, they they get it. You know, <laughs> not know everyone of our viewers understand this uh, and not everyone's like you. You're a very unique case who never had done this before. You know, <laughs> <laughs> well, the DFS stands for daily fantasy sports brief and statement. You can, go to site, you can go to sites like DraftKings, uh, which I like the best or FanDuel. You can go there and you can build a lineup. So like in your season fantasy, you have your same team the whole year. You do you do trades and things. But in a daily fantasy, you just pick it for that day or that weekend. And so your team can change all the time. So that's a little bit different. You have a limited budget. You can spend that budget on whatever players you pick. And there's different formats uh, of the game. So you know, it's kind of fun to play the different formats. And you can play for nothing. You don't have to play for anything. You don't have to bet money. You could just play for no money. It's just the competition, man. You like competition like Team Money and I do? You know, it's a fun thing to do. And yeah. if you're out of your playoffs, what else are you going to do, man? Exactly. Hey, phenomenal description yeah. there. You know, I I think I rediscovered <laughs> what it meant to do DraftKings and Daily Fantasy there. So, you know, l let's hear yeah, what so your lineup is out. here. Yeah, let's see who your lineup is here, Gare. <laughs> All right. I got the hot. T-Money as the cold. And you can see five hot for DFS. Really, it's three hot because we're only doing the first three. We're doing quarterback, running back, wide receivers. And I'm going to start off with who I think is going to be an undervalued quarterback. Remember, we're talking about value here. You've, you've got a budget, so you can only spend so much. So who can you get that's going to get a lot of points, a lot of fantasy points? That doesn't cost a lot. I'm starting with Phillip Rivers, who's $5,900. And if you play the game, you know the 5900 for a quarterback is not that much. Phillip Rivers is up against Houston. Uh, he's really been – he's been down in that category all year. No one's really had confidence in Phillip Rivers. No. He's only been above $6,000. I think one time all season, he's averaged almost 20 fantasy points over the past eight games. People don't know that. Uh, Pretty good. You know, they got 27 for 35 for 282 and two scores against Houston two weeks ago. They're playing Houston again. They rank 21st in fantasy points allowed to quarterbacks, and they just let Trubisky crush them for 36 points. Yeah, that was well, a crazy I'm gonna, game. I'm going to get Phillip Rivers on a good deal here. 
5900 bucks. I'm going to buy Philip Rivers. Yeah, yeah, that's a good deal. He'll definitely throw an interception because that's what he does, but he might have a good game other than that. And like you said, Houston's defense is horrible. So solid value pick there. Uh, you know, My cold QB, though, I'm going to go with Josh Allen here. Okay, either going up and playing at Denver. It's really cold there. Denver's defense is sneaky good. He's been below... 19 yeah. points two of the last three weeks, and he's projected at 24. And right now at, I think, the fifth best um, quarterback or fifth most quarterback dollar amount, I would not spend it on Josh Allen. Uh, I think he's going to have a cold week this week. I don't think – not only physically, but statistically. Denver's got a tough D, and Josh Allen's up and down. I can yep. definitely see that happening. 7200 bucks. Look at the price on that versus Rivers. I mean – that's a lot of money to pay for Josh Allen when you don't know what he's going to do. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go up to running back with J.K. Dobbins. Uh, Dobbins finally recognized as a leader there in the backfield in Baltimore. Yeah. Last game, 13 carries, 53 yards, and a touchdown. Had 13 fantasy points. He's up against uh, Jacksonville, the third most generous run defense in fantasy. They yielded 249 rushing yards to Derrick Henry. Man, he's a beast. And I think they're going to do it here again. The running game is going to knock Jacksonville out. Yeah. Uh, Dobbins is projected as the 22nd ranked running back on DraftKings. I think 5,900 is a great value for Dobbins. Yeah, yeah, that's good value. Lamar's probably going to run for 200 himself, and I wouldn't be surprised if Dobbins runs for 100 himself. So he's coming alive for sure. And just to give you guys some reference, here's one of the most expensive running backs, if not the most expensive this week, 9,000. So that you can see that that's almost a 3,100 uh, you know, dollar difference between these two running backs. But I'm going cold that's for Dobbins. Exactly 3,100. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm just better at <laughs> math than I ever thought I would be uh, you know so I'm going cold for Dalvin Cook this week though he's projected at 23 Chicago's defense is the sixth best defense versus running backs and he's less than 19 points two out of the last three weeks okay he's projected at 23 last time he played Chicago he only had 15 and I, I think that he's going to have a tough week versus defense. Could be both teams are six and seven, both teams. So they're both vying for a playoff spot. Chicago's coming in rejuvenated after Trubisky got back in there. Huge win versus Houston. I think that they're going to roll the Vikings here and focus solely on Dalvin Cook not beating them. And we're not saying all you, all you fans out there. We're not saying don't start Dalvin Cook in your fantasy league. We're saying. That for the value of $9,000, he really has to get a lot of fantasy points in order for you to make money on that. Yeah. So, uh, you, you need know, to think he's going to get more than his different. projection. Uh, so I'm going over to my lock value pick or wide receiver, Brandon Ayuk, San Francisco 49ers. They're playing the Cowboys. 6300 bucks. These are DraftKings dollars. If you look at FanDuel, they'll be different dollar amounts. We're showing you DraftKings dollars here. Six or three hundred bucks. I, I, you has had a great season. He, he has. He's, uh, he's a rookie, and the reason I really like him here is that Debo Samuel went down with a hamstring injury last week. Uh, so now you kind of has that lock-in lead role. He got ten of sixteen last week for one nineteen. He got twenty-two fantasy points last week. He uh, can't Arizona State guy, one of your West Coast guys, man. Yeah. I think he's he's up against Dallas, the twenty-fifth ranked 
Defense against wide receivers in fantasy. He's ranked as 13th wide receiver on DraftKings. I'm buying Brandon Ayuk at 60 for 300 bucks, putting him on my team. Yeah, that's a good one. He's clearly become the number one receiver there. The dude's a stud, freak athlete. Dallas' defense horrible, so this might be an easy one because San Francisco's still in the hunt for the playoffs, so they need to win. Um, but my cold pick of the week is a different rookie. I'm going Justin Jefferson. Now, he... Um, I think the Vikings are going to have a tough day all around here. They're going to be focusing on Dalvin Cook so much that Kirk Cousins' play-action passes are not going to be working. I think the last time that Chicago played them, they didn't really care about Justin Jefferson yet. He wasn't the guy he was now. This was a, uh, about half the season ago, so they weren't focusing on him, and that was really his breakout game. In that game, he went Eight catches for 135 yards, and that was the first blowout game, big points he had in fantasy. I don't think they make that mistake again. I think that they make sure they know where this guy is at on the field. They're not going to let him beat them because of how great he's been recently. And I think they wanted to vindicate the last time they played. Minnesota beat them in a close one. I think that this defense is going to come motivated. So watch out. see what happens with uh, Minnesota. You know, they lost that game. They're kind of folding here. Yep. Really, they were playing pretty well, but now they're almost going to they miss the playoffs, and this is yeah. really going to be interesting to watch. Do they completely fall apart now? Yeah. Hey, uh, good pick there on, uh, on your board there, T-Money. Good luck on those picks. Good luck on your oh, thank you, daily thank fantasy you. plays. I know you're a big <laughs> DFS guy. Yeah, I try. You got the lingo down, DFS. Hey, we're going to work our way to the finish. We've got two, two exciting – uh, steps here to the finish, and then we're going to throw the Hail Mary to y'all. And before we do that, we got a Ross v. Ross, and we got, of course, oh, yeah. the answer to your trivia of the week. So let's start off with the Ross v. Ross. If you were an NFL coach, which wide receiver would you want for the next five years? Hmm. And there's a, there's a ranking there from Fantasy Pros showing the top seven and their age, because we're talking next five years here. Which wide receiver would you want? Team Money, I'll let you go first. Who do you think? It doesn't have to be off that list. You can pick whoever you want. Who's, yeah. who, who do you want in your team? Well, I am going to go off that list, and I'm going to go with <laughs> probably someone off the list not a lot of guys would actually pick because I'm going with Tyreek Hill. All right? I think that this guy is special. All right? he He's clearly the fastest wide receiver in the league, and I don't think it's even a discussion. And – he can just take the top off any defense. He is such a game changer. And I know he has Mahomes, which is great, but he was great with Alex Smith before this. And if you look at other guys around the league, Antonio Brown was doing the same thing. It's not just because he had Mahomes. Antonio Brown had a guy who could throw the ball deep and take the top off the defense. These guys are special. They change the game. I mean, just in one game this year, this guy went for 13 catches, 269 yards. That's the fourth highest yards in a game by a or 14th highest yards in a game by a receiver ever in NFL history. He had three touchdowns to go along with that. I mean, he's just the guy is unbelievable. I mean, having your best receiver also be the fastest guy in the field is just a complete game changer. I think, I mean, just look at him. His, his signature is a peace sign because he's always just running past people. Well, he's, that and the, and the flip he does in the end zone, that's pretty yeah, cool too. Because there's yeah, no one I, near him. There's no I'm, one near him. I'm ticked off for Tyreek Hill for beating my fantasy team. The guy went off <laughs> last week. I mean, it, he goes no off every week. Him. He I goes mean, off every week. 
Uh, but you know, I'm going to pick somebody else. I'm going to go against that pick. I'm going DK Metcalf, number two up there on the board from Fantasy Pros. Uh, so Fantasy Pros would say, I have this right. Uh, look at that. Look at this guy. He's got a six pack like G-Man used to sport you know, a few years back. And you know, DK Metcalf, he's the ninth receiver selected in the 2019 draft. The I mean, ninth that's... receiver. Okay. He's had an up and down year on fantasy. That's unbelievable. Uh, so people say, oh, he's up and down. Yeah, he has been up and down. Yeah. You know, that's true. Uh, but he is the league wide receiver. He's the wide receiver leader in the league in receiving yards. He's got 1180. There's only one guy ahead of him, and that's my man Travis Kelsey, and he's a tight end. That's uh, crazy. But DK heads it up. Uh, he had a 10 catch, 177 yard performance in the first week of December, where he overtook Tyreek Hill for the number of yards. He's got more yards, my friend, than Tyreek Hill. So he that's does. My first argument. He- he does, just barely, okay? Not a lot. Tyreek was leading the league. The NDK was. I mean, it's back and forth between these guys. And you want to talk about even more of an underdog. Yeah, DK was in the you know second, third round. Tyreek was in the fifth round, okay? Even more of a, a guy that's an underdog got a chip on his shoulder. And I think what's special about this guy is he can affect multiple phases of the game. Right now, DK can just run and just overpower guys. That's that's great. He is a beast of a receiver. But Tyreek confuses guys when he goes in motion because he of his jet sweeps. Not only does he lead the league in reception touchdowns, but he also has two rushing touchdowns. Okay, DK is not doing anything like that. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, you, know, but you don't see many guys receiving that are. 64228 that can run a 43 that run down Buddha Baker <laughs> like he's he running a 22.64 miles an hour to show leadership and speed to run down Buddha Baker. Yeah, I get he ran down Buddha Baker but Tyreek Hill would have met him face on cuz he would have been in the end zone already. That's how fast <laughs> this guy is. I mean once again, not only can he run the ball on jet sweeps, catch passes, he can also punt return. He has made the uh, Pro Bowl as a returner. So if you need to change the game, you can have him change the game at multiple phases of the game. I just think it's it, he just can do so much. If you're asking me this two to three years from now, Metcalf might be the guy for me because his route tree will be bigger. He'll have a little more experience. Right now he's dropped some big balls in the end zone. Uh, I just think I, he's not there yet, but Tyreek is just such a game changer for me. And he's in a perfect position, yes, but I'm drafting any guy with a cannon of an arm and just throwing it up there for him. If you said next three years, that'd be a different question. But next five years, when I start to add five years onto these, look at that ranking right there. The oldest guy is 28, DeAndre Hopkins. That means 28 is kind of the ceiling. Yeah. When they start getting to your HT money, that's when they kind of start going over the hill. So that 28 <laughs> is the kind of thing here. Tyreek Hill, what's 26 plus 5? That's I know. 31, my man. 31 is getting up is there. too old. I don't think he can do it in five years. Three years, I might have agreed I mean, with you. Not, not five. I think the craziest thing about this whole argument is the fact that DK Metcalf is 23. I mean, yeah. that is insane. The guy might hey. is in the argument for the best receiver in the league, and just, he's 23. <laughs> I'll just ask you one last question to show, see if you get this right. What does DK stand for? I, I do not know, but he's Donkey Kong King over there. That's all I know. <laughs> no, he's the De, Decalin Zacharias. Okay, okay. 
Kalen Zacharias Metcalf from the University of yeah. Mississippi. That's the man. Hey, nice, uh, nice points there, man. Let's yeah, thanks for to conceding the, to me. Let's see what you got for <laughs> Woundwise Trivia of the Week. We okay. This, we're, we're going toward the Hail Mary finish here on this show here as we gear up. For those of you still in the fantasy playoffs, man, go get it this weekend. We're working our way to the finish. For those of you who are not, you can get into daily fantasy games. We're giving it all to you here. we got the bowl games coming up. Got a great weekend, a triple header on Saturday. So a lot going on. Let's finish up this trivia of the week. And talking about the man. Orange Bowl, which will be here before we know it. Uh, two of three sponsors since 1989 are competitors. Team Money, which ones are they? Man, I am just totally blanking. Usually I'm great at this. Um, you know, I, I can name every other bowl sponsor right now. Part of me wants to say Chick-fil-A, but I'm almost certain that's the Peach Bowl. So I don't want to say that. Yeah. And part of me wants to say right. that it's just Florida oranges. You know, so that's what I'm kind of leaning towards. So it's you like can't name Florida. Any of the three. I, I really can't. It's probably like KFC and Subway. You know, it's no, always. You definitely know this. You probably have it in your wallet. What oh, kind of yeah. credit card do you have in your wallet? Oh, a Chase. Oh, no. No, Visa. I didn't know you had Chase. Oh, you know, a little Visa? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> Capital One. I do have a Capital One in my Yeah, well, wallet. here we are, that man. Is... Capital One oh. is the current sponsor on the right. That's the current sponsor. Oh, that's right. Capital One started in 2014. Prior to Capital One, it was Discover, a competitor. That's right. Uh, Discover had it from 2011 to 2014. And back at the beginning, FedEx. all the way to 2010, the FedEx Orange Bowl was okay. the original. That one makes sense. FedEx, I remember specifically. Uh, this Discover, I never would have gotten. But, you know, Capital One, I, I don't know why the hell I didn't know that. But, you know, that was a tough one. That was a good one, G-Man. Yeah, I should know that. that's a good one. That's a good, very interesting. We're, Capital One we're just turning the switch into college football, so you know, cut me some slack yeah, here. Yeah, we, we on New Year's answer. Day, you can ask me every sponsor. Up. New Year's Day, ask me every sponsor. I'll give them all to you. Okay. I want, I'm warm. I'm getting you ready. I'm warming you up. Hey, uh, let me ask you this: What stadium will they play that orange ball in? Do you remember the name of the stadium in Miami? Is it Hard Rock? Hard Rock Stadium. You Come on now. That one. Yeah, where the Dolphins in, play, right? In Miami, yeah, yep. yeah, you got that one, man. All hey, right, all right. We, we hope you all enjoyed the show. Thank you to our production crew and our <laughs> guests that we're going to have in the future. We appreciate you all checking us out and you know, letting us know if you want to be a guest. And thanks to our sponsor, oh, Moonwise yeah. IQ. And if you like the show, please press the like and subscribe button. Uh, help us get up to 1,000. Uh, subscribers to our channel on YouTube. We're yeah. all over the place, Team Money. We're we're on all the social channels, right? Oh, yeah. We got a little bit of everything, a little bit of TikTok and Instagram, YouTube. We got a podcast out, so feel free to reach out if you have any questions and you know want to be on the show anytime soon. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Gary, enjoy the rest of the week there, and yes. good luck this weekend with your Buckeyes, man. Thanks. Hey, good luck yourself, Bearcat Nation. Let's go. Let's go. Bearcats, baby. Let's go. We'll talk to you guys later. We'll see you. All right. <laughs>